Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the negative no-show himself, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. It's pretty easy, actually. You just go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com today and join the ranks of trumpet players who have decided to say WTF when it comes to their pedagogical needs. After all, we're here to help you, our trumpet-playing friends and neighbors, as you pursue this crazy thing we call the trumpet. Home to the Open Bell podcast and so much more, the WTF exists to help you become the teacher and performer that you want to be. In fact, feel free to contact us at theopenbell at gmail.com to ask all of your trumpet-related and trumpet-adjacent questions. You now have direct access to all the truth about trumpet. And by Dylan Music. When we were contacted by Dylan Music to sponsor The Open Bell, we were honored, flattered, and downright ecstatic to be endorsed by one of the leading music stores in the country. Steve Dillon has been helping musicians since 1992 when he opened the doors in Woodbridge, New Jersey. If you have not yet been to the store in person, we highly recommend it. But if you can't get there in person, you can shop online at www.dillonmusic.com or you can call 732-635-3399 and speak directly to Jim McCombs, who can not only help you find the right gear you need, but also be an incredible resource when you have questions or need guidance about anything. We trust our friends at Dylan Music, and you can too. Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton are two working trumpet players who understand exactly what it is you need to know. Don't hesitate. Don't think twice. Just know that you can rely on Dylan Music and make them your go-to choice for all musical needs. Use that promo code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off of all your accessories. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up, couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to narrow, needle, and name information that we believe should be nostalgic and nasty for numerous trumpet players. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the inventor, entrepreneur, and Christmas elf, Dan Gosling. Uh-oh. And man, wait, Christmas Chop? elf? Christmas hey, Dan's elf. a long time. Everyone knows he's a Christmas elf. Of and course. Chop Saver is a must this time of year. I mean, really any time of year, but this time of year, well, it's the most oh. wonderful time of oh, year. Oh, no. Holy yes. crap. Have you got background <laughs> music for yourself? No, I thought about it, but I but I don't. <laughs> I thought about background music, but <laughs> oh, is that just a nine fifty five right on time the there? Nine fifty five to go by because <laughs> I thought I thought you were starting a track. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been great though. Yeah, that would have been good. But but seriously, this time of year with Chop Saver, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year. With the boys open belling and James Moore is yelling, just be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the best podcast season of all. Our ears are still ringing from all of that dinging with emails and calls. It's the happiest season of all. There'll be episodes for hosting and Brian for roasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghosting stories and tales of the glories when Brian doesn't show <laughs> it's the most exactly. wonderful time of the year what time does the podcast start <laughs> exactly there'll be high notes of wiggling and darkness and giggling when we gather near it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year well joey's sandbagging and brian is dragging <laughs> the shops were all warm and now done now we're all together but it's not forever the fcc is not real fun <laughs> It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be coffee and diet, but not too much quiet. The boys are all here. <laughs> it's the most, join me, boys, wonderful time. It's the most, <laughs> most wonderful, wonderful time. time. It's the most, most wonderful, wonderful time <laughs> of the year. There you go. Awesome. Wow. Wow. Well, now we have that alternate, took him 30 seconds alternate lyrics. Absolutely. Right. That's amazing. Because we have the moondiest time of the year, which the again, if we, is not 
Your for, side you splitting. Know, public consumption. That's, no. that's and more then, in, inside for us. So. It's very much so. Well, and if then we, we want to keep working. This one's a little more friendly. Yeah, that's you know, lovely. It's a pod, that's, podcast version. It's well done. Yes, thank well you. done. Yes. Thank you, thank you. All right, Brian, what do you have for us? Well, so I'm just excited. This is season four, episode 14. No. Nope. You, <laughs> no, it? no. It's, no. I think it's get about it. episode. I think that's funny because it's episode 144. So it it's is. weird that it's four and 14 because yeah. something going on there with the numbers. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's the way Joe's going to have to. He's going to have to work that out. Right. Yeah. Um, he's thinking and, in base nine. And all of our. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a headache behind my left eye. <laughs> It's not okay. People are wow. having to look up what base nine is. I'm not going to look it up, <laughs> just so you know. Um, and and so we're starting to get these uh, reports of podcast um, consumption that people have, you know, what they've listened to. For right, the your year. Spotify wrapped so, and other things yes, like this. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So so we have this wonderful tenor horn player in the, in the brass band. Um, you know, it's all about cornet, except she's a tenor horn player. Her name's Sierra. She's from... Messiah, Messiah University, horn player, a good Catholic Sierra person. is amazing. She's a great player and she's a wonderful musician <laughs> and a super awesome person. She sent me, she sent me hers. She's in our top nine percent of listeners, and she's yeah. listened for twenty seven hundred and seventy eight minutes. I will tell you, I just got an email from a prospective grad student who mm-hmm. said, uh, "I do need to let you know because we had, con- had uh, talked by email already." Uh, I'm in your top eight percent of listeners, so I guess he's already one upping Sierra. Just so you yeah, know, it's yeah, amazing. I've gotten I've gotten a few of those two screenshots of people who are where we're, we're you know they're showing me their top five podcast and we're number one. Yes, yeah. well, we should be. And there's some yeah. other ones down yeah. below that even I recognize as like, oh no, that's a real podcast. Right? No, no like, hold on, we're a real <laughs> podcast. Well, I understand, but you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And so that that's um that's more than a week. A work week of listening. Of her life. She, she's that's done. amazing. That's just time well spent, is what that is. I still it made think me I realize. Go ahead. No, I like, I, go ahead. Finish it your thought. It made me realize how much time I'm actually wasting with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, as you said in the trailer, another week of my life wasted <laughs> oh my with God. you idiots. <laughs> oh, so much time. I don't know. I still think I could be winning this. Has either of your postmaster? When you've gone into the post office, said to you, no. I love your chop saver ads. No. Hold on. No. That's right. That's happened to me. I, I, listen, That's, Bloomington's a, a college town. Impressive. It's a small town, but I'm not on first name terms with anyone <laughs> in the post office yet. I am. I mean, wow. Are you living in Mayberry? No, yes. but I mail a lot of books. Yes, he is. So, you know. Holy moly. He's there all the time. Oh, so what do you do? Oh, it's a book, music, you know, thing. I mentioned the podcast. Next thing I know, your chop saver ads are hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you listen to that. Wow. Yes, exactly. Um, I do have one other thing. And that it's would be quite, two. It's quite important. It is two things. Um, I apologize. You already um, went in with the brass band and now another thing. Our brothers and sisters at FSU got screwed. Oh, you, are you bringing that into this? I'm totally bringing that All right. in. All right. I since you brought, it, I since called, you brought it up. I called I've Joey. Given, <sighs> since you brought Coming this up, I've, I've, I've given this more than a lot of thought. So here, here's the real problem. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about college football at this point. Uh, and at the <sighs> end of the uh, at the end of the championship season, when all of the uh, uh, conferences had crowned their champions, then the, there's a committee of people that choose what they think are the four teams that get to play for the national title. So that there's a two semifinal games and a final game. This committee has a charge and they have some rules. The problem we have is those rules in the abstract are terrible. So mm-hmm. we, what happens every year is people are like, yeah, well, my team, what about my team? Oh, what about my team? What about my team? This particular year was problematic in that um, Florida State, which is undefeated and won what, what is called a Power Five Conferences. There are five conferences that es- essentially get special treatment, and we all just know this. The Power right. Five conferences, they just get that special treatment. So Florida State went undefeated and won one of those. So in the nine-year history of our current setup, which is even deeper than that, this has never happened that a never. Power Five champion that's undefeated gets left out of the playoff. And Florida State got left out because uh, their starting two quarterbacks are both injured and they're doing this with a third-string quarterback. Now, Florida State argued, and rightly so, 
doesn't this make our case stronger? We're on a third string quarterback <laughs> and we still want our still conference one undefeated. Yeah. But the perception is, well, but they're not one of the, the best four teams. The problem with that contention is up until last Saturday, when all of these conference championships were playing, Georgia was everyone agreed upon the number one team in the country and the best team. Georgia lost to Alabama and somehow is now on the ratings of that committee, those people, worse than Florida's state. Yes, which mm-hmm. isn't all possible. Yeah. So there not only is the system terrible because there are five power championships. So I want you to, I won't go forever, but I will take a minute to talk about this way. <laughs> Unbelievable. I want to imagine that <laughs> I love only, that I derailed it this way. Yes, I, I, you totally I, derailed I, it. I want to just imagine that in the football playoff system, three things were different this year. And only those three things that are, that are relatively minor. One, the Florida state quarterback never gets hurt and everything else stays exactly the same. Their offense still looks stagnant, but they go undefeated, but they're, but they're undefeated with their, their starting quarterback. Two, that Georgia actually beat Alabama in a very close game in the conference championship. Let's say that Georgia actually won that game. Okay. And that Texas never actually lost to Oklahoma in the the Red River shootout. So what that would mean is, at the end of last week, there would be five Power Five champions that were all undefeated. Now how do you choose? Exactly. Because this year they tried to choose and they have excuses. What would be mm. the excuse then to leave one of those out? The system itself is built broken. They essentially built a system that says, even if we have five perfect candidates, we're only going to choose four. So it's the system itself is the Already problem. Broken. Yeah. That being said, in this particular year, Florida State should absolutely be in and Alabama should be out, period. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad we covered that. I am. Of course you are. You've been pretty brothers and sisters. I've been really riled up about this. I am. I'm in no way of like a Florida state apologist. I did my master's at Miami, but Florida state should absolutely be in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? And please say it's not. Well, now that we've covered college football, there it is. (laughs) We can move on to less important topics. Last weekend, uh, I played with a, a, a large ensemble that I'm not even sure I would call a big band in any traditional sense that a few were, uh, a former student here at IU started. His name is Sean Imboden. He's a saxophone player he's from Indianapolis and, and started a large ensemble. And he's written some really interesting and and uh, kind of complicated music for large ensemble. And so I went and played that, which was ordinarily like, yeah, I went and played a big band gig. So what? He brought in. Mike Rodriguez from New York City oh, to be yes. the guest soloist. Heavy now, hitter. I, I, I met Mike when he was really young. I mean, so, you know, it's like, and it occurred to me that a lot of our listeners, a lot of my students, a lot of people might not be that familiar with Mike. Right. You should be. So <laughs> uh, it was one great to see him as we hadn't seen each other. I said, okay, when's the last time we saw each other? And I think we put it together that it was 1999. Uh, So it's been a long time since we've just been in the same room at the same time. But so he was standing right next to me on the gig and, you know, featured solos throughout the evening and just sounds remarkable. So what uh, what I'm here to say is, one, that was really fun. That was really it was a good time. And actually, on the other side of me was our good friend, Dr. Scott Belk. So uh, really a, a, a really fun night all around playing in the jazz kitchen up in Indy, which is a great jazz club. Uh, But I guess more of the ad of. If you don't know who Mike Rodriguez is, you should and mm-hmm. go check him out and go buy the music that he's putting out there. He's done a lot of stuff as a <laughs> sideman for tons and tons of people, but also does have his own his own band. So, yeah, Mike, uh, one really nice guy. He's always been a really, really great guy. Just a great player. And on the trumpet geek side of it, I waited until the break and said, all right, Mike, listen, you know, I'm a pretty big trumpet geek. What are you playing? The trumpet <laughs> he's playing, I did not recognize. Wow. I and mean, it's made by a German manufacturer uh, that's like, uh, I think it was B-O-H-M-E, like BOMA, like the, like yeah, the sextet. Right. But I, I'm not familiar with the horns. And he's like, yeah, I met this guy in Germany. I'm going to make good stuff. I'm like, I mean, obviously right. he sounds great, but the horn also was was terrific. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, also some trumpet geek stuff too. Like, but I don't want to, I don't want to say it's a great horn, but it was made in Germany. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, you guys know about Mike, uh, and it's one of those things where he might be a little inside uh, the jazz world, inside the trumpet world, and not as well known as maybe some other players, but absolutely should be. So well, 
Go no, check out Mike. We had him at ITG in 2009. Mm, right. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. So, been on the radar, but yeah, great player. Yeah, so wow. what do you got for us this morning? Well, I, I just want to say that, well, a couple things. Of course, you, you mentioned Dr. Belk, and of course, we released his arrangement this morning on yes. the socials of oh, uh, yes. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree from our Nashville recording session. And uh, Trauma Mundi Christmas, Volume 2, Best Christmas Ever. There it uh, is. Coming, coming soon. S- coming soon. In the meantime, check out the videos, and particularly the trailer, which is out there. <laughs> it's so fantastic. The trailer is so good. <laughs> Best trailer. Um, but yeah, so we released that. But I want to say, you know, we get a lot of, I get a lot of feedback during the week from the podcast. People listen and they send me texts. And sometimes I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I have to rewind <laughs> and go, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember saying that. Um, but this week I got enough response on something. And and as you know, uh, Dr. James Moore texted us his list of uh, people that he would give up to the aliens. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. In, in that, yes. that bizarre game. Right. Our out of this world yes. game with, uh, by the yeah. way, the bumper. Come on. The bumper was killing. Come on. Give it Absolutely up. beautiful. That's totally. Yeah. Well done. Just inspired. I was, happy, I was happy with how I did that. Inspired. I <laughs> yes. think you were inspired into that. I say you're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> But I like so, that you're not taking credit for my stuff. Good work. Well, if I hadn't called, if I hadn't come up with that game, you never would have written that bumper. Wow. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think I need to change one of my answers. Oh no. Well, hold on. I, I'm you're thinking, already turning as, your paper. As much as I'd hate to see you go, if the aliens came down and we're talking about lead players, I think we do need to send Joey. Joey's out. And here's my reason. You won't fit in the spaceship. I, I know we I need more legroom. <laughs> Is there a business class? Well, I know we agreed that it was Wayne, but I got to thinking, would Wayne be Wayne if he had to go to all the meetings that Joey has to go to? <laughs> Like if he had to do Joey's the job, list is outrageous. The meetings are ridiculous. Hey Joey, what are you doing? I'm in a meeting. Another one? Yes. If, would Wayne be Wayne if he had to register every undergraduate music student at IU? <laughs> okay, I want to be. I don't think so. I want to be fair here. That might make more the case for Wayne because he's smart enough to not be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it isn't about that. Yeah. Figured it out the aliens ago. just want chops. Yeah. <laughs> well, he certainly has those. And I know this is going to cause a controversy, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. We got to give up Joey before we give up Wayne. <laughs> well, I, I understand that part. That if you want to, the idea of like, you hey, we're gonna, Wayne. you're going to sandbag and send somebody that might be found to be acceptable and hold on to who you really want. I totally no. get that part. No, that was, it was not a sandbagging premise. It sounded it like was, a sandbagging no, premise. No, it was me being honest with the aliens. Yes. Well, like I said, I I do appreciate the idea, but I do believe to be wearing the belt, you got to be doing the gig. And my yeah. full time gig is here, so uh, right. here teaching. And so, I, though I do play lead and I try and do a good job, no, I mean what Wayne's doing. Come on, man, he's it does doing make it. You, he's it doing does it. Does make time. you wonder though. You know what I mean? If he had to go Just to meetings, a little. If he had to go to meetings. Let's call him. Let's no. see if or maybe he does have meetings. He might know. have. I mean, he does. Maybe Joey, he's got union meetings. How many standing meetings is it per week? <laughs> don't. I, I don't want to do like, that. I, this is don't. my happy That's place. <laughs> this is my happy place. We're ruining this hour for him. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> for and those I know that, for, like, for those who don't know, like we do record these things at different times, and we try and keep a standing time that kind of moves around because people like Bill screw it up. Yeah, it's um, usually one a.m. Yeah, one totally. one thirty, but uh, right. like in the morning. The, right. the, the time we found today is only available to me because a standing meeting was canceled. <laughs> so <laughs> that part is absolutely true. That tells you all you need to know. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, it's game time. Oh, oh no! Speaking of the clock, and we got to move because okay. Joey's got to get to a meeting. <laughs> uh, this is a new game. New Meanwhile, game. Wayne's Wayne's oh, no. practicing. Wayne's practicing right now while you're screwing around in a meeting. He's doing his warm-up so right now. What are you doing? And you wonder why there's an edge. You're That's looking insane. at an agenda. Yeah. Exactly. Prioritizing his time. Wait, wait, I've got a new, brand new the, game. What's the name of our new game? I know you are, but what am I? Wow. And another inspired bumper. You're welcome. <laughs> 
I, pretty here good, are the pretty rules. Good, right? Pretty good, right? Like <clears throat> yeah, that's, you like that's, that one, right? You know what? I didn't. I wasn't sure what you were going to come up with. Yeah, but that that that, that exceeded like. my expectations. N- nailed it. Nailed it. Totally nailed it. Um, on the ball as usual. As usual. Yeah. And that high note on the end. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say subtle, <laughs> subtle and understated, you know, consistently yeah. that way. Well, it surprises, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a little different every time. Sometimes it's an A, sometimes it's an A flat. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a double C. Sometimes you need the double C, right. I mean, sometimes, yeah, but, gotta, not, and, but mix, it's not always. You got to mix it's it not up. All, right, it's not always a double C, which makes no. it varied. Right. And interesting. You got have the appropriate key for the, you know. Yeah. In the right, oh, of course, yeah, that's space. the thing. Like the way you dial this in in regard to key color and all yeah, that is exactly. it's truly very impressive. important. Yeah, it's a process, it's really impressive. All right, so here's the way the game works I'm going to say two things, two things, okay, two, two things. I'm going okay. to do a practice round here, okay, and then I want you to think what you think, which one of those things you identify with, and which one the other person would identify with, or you would identify them as. And oh, then no. you, then I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then you're going to say what the other person is. And I think we can make this work. Uh, this sounds so. This an, okay. An A choice and a B choice. Okay. I say, and then you think about it for a second. I say three, two, one, and then you say what the other person is. Okay. okay. Do you want to do a practice okay. round? Here's a practice round. That we would need help. Practice. We need right, practice. The two the two items are bass trumpet, cornet. <laughs> okay. I think we okay. can do this one. So All A right. is bass trumpet, B is cornet. But you're actually going to say the word, Brian. You don't need to letter them. Okay. All right. So you're so just going to say I'm, what you I'm think gonna, Joey is. I'm going to say what Brian is. Brian's going to say what I am. Brian's going to say okay. what you are. Three, cool. two, one. Cornet. Seven. <laughs> okay. It is a holy Wait. number. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I missed that. He's a very right. religious so guy. So this, this is right. So Joey Got thinks it. you would associate Brian with cornet. Brian, you, you hear the word bass, bass trumpet, trumpet and you associate yep. that with Joey. Yeah. And who doesn't? Yes. Exactly. Okay. Here's another one. I'm going to ease into this. Uh-oh. Okay. Tacos, pancakes. <laughs> okay. Three, two, yeah. one. Yeah. Pancakes. Tacos. There we go. All right. <laughs> there we go. That worked great. Yeah. <laughs> We're in. All right. Next time we do this, I'm going to think about how these words might go together and create a word when you say them simultaneously. <laughs> I didn't make it that far this time. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. Now we're kind of easing into the real questions. We're getting there. Okay. All right. We're getting okay. there now. Trump Corps zinger, Trump Corps solo tone. Oh. Trump Corps zinger, Trump Corps solo tone. Okay. Three, two, one. Solo tone. Right. Good job, boys. That's pretty easy. Had you you said docaflage zinger, I'd have been really confused. That would have. Because Brian is is just as into that as he is into the solo tone. I am all in. Yeah. He's uh, into the docafage anything. Exactly. I have a doc. I actually have a docafage solo tone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's you're a crazy person. Next would be a docafage awesome. uniband. That's when we know he's all the way in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Been wearing those for years. The docafage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready for the next one? I yes. believe so. Okay. Here we go. The two words are muffin or cupcake. <laughs> You're out. That's easy. <laughs> You're out. I'm in. No. Count down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Three, two, one. Muffin. Oh, that's cupcake. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on. You guys are the worst. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Multiples. It's so good. <laughs> and if you really think about it, like, yeah, Brian, you know, he's sort of earthy and hearty. Bland. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like like a brand, like a I brand say, muffin. Well, that's what that's what brand came to mind when you called yes. him a muffin. You of were thinking brand muffin. That's what I. That's exactly what I was thinking. But like Joey, right? Icing, a little sweeter. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Sprinkles. Generally more appealing. No offense to you personally, Brian. <laughs> a lot more. Generally more appealing. That's the first time it's ever been said about me. <laughs> He's generally more appealing. Uh, I'm a fan of this game. 
This is a great game, isn't <laughs> it? Yes. I hate this game. <laughs> I got it. I'll have to credit when we're done here. I'll credit one of my students who taught me this game as we okay. were waiting, waiting to go on our show Saturday night. We're sitting around just killing time. She's like, "All right, we're gonna play a game." Like, and of course, I was being really difficult at first. Of course, not following you? the rules. I know. You? Imagine that. That's wrong. Anyway, I right, here you go. Next one. Ready? Iceberg, glacier. Okay. And crickets. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. No. Three, yes. two, one. Iceberg. Glacier. <laughs> we did it you right. You think Joey's a glacier? Yeah. Yes. And Always I had this the other forward. way around. Interesting. Really? I did. Why is that? Because Brian is slow and methodical <laughs> and he's just creeping along. But you, there's a lot under the surface that people don't see. <laughs> I think there's. I think people see it all. He shows it all. I don't think so. I think they see a high note jockey from Texas. That's pretty much all there is. But (laughs) that's it. All right, right. That goes to a lot of meetings. I do go to a lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. All right, cool. Next one. This will be fun. This is a good one. Lasagna spaghetti. (laughs) Whoa! Hold on. I know. You were expecting apples, but that's our thing. No, you can't but, have that. But what is Brian? Yeah. Okay. Lasagna right. or spaghetti? Right. Three, two, one. Spaghetti. Lasagna. <laughs> we are. And that's what us. I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Because spaghetti. <laughs> All right, Brian, matter. explain your answer. Oh, I have an explanation. So, Joey's very complex. There's lots of layers. There's layers, lots of there stuff happening. Yeah. Below the surface, which is why he's an iceberg. Uh, yeah, I, I went. I went much more uh, uh, simple than this. Uh-huh. Lasagna. I think the best lasagna often has meat in it, where spaghetti doesn't need meat in it. So meatless goes. <laughs> I'm going much with the vegan for, for, you for Brian. With vegan reasoning. To I went vegan reasoning. That's exactly what I did. I'm proud of you. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> All right, here we go. The next one, and this is so funny that this is on here now. Uh, Alabama FSU. <laughs> oh my gosh okay this is easy all right brian yeah, yeah i'm ready three two one alabama fsu <laughs> exactly Wait. right we're totally killing this yes it's yeah. exactly right why is brian alabama brian where were you born i was born in alabama oh, born in huntsville that was easy well yeah. i was going more with the concept of what just happened in the but he's also won. He has won uh, championships with his band. Alabama has won championships with their team. There right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I go with uh, that. I'm just getting left out here. All right. It's <laughs> funny. That's pretty funny. All right. Next one. Saxophone clarinet. Oh my gosh! Oh. Wow. This is really. I can do this. Brutal. I can do this. I can do this. I got it. Three, okay. two, one clarinet saxophone (laughs) (laughs) why is why is joey a saxophone Um, i can tell you because i actually hold him in some level of regard (laughs) 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 way to turn that around joey why is brian a clarinet i was thinking of the strongest hatred he has and it goes goes there (laughs) that's what you associate him with all right here's the next one left right Okay. Brian. Okay, you ready? yes, I'm good. <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh left. right. <laughs> <laughs> As in Joey always is. <laughs> right. I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Oh, that <laughs> one thing. I wasn't even thinking about right or wrong when I oh, typed no. that. But what if you thought about when Brian oh. answered the first question seven? Brian went <laughs> <Yes>. left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He usually goes, he usually does go left. I just go. Okay. All right, here we go. There's only two left. Okay. Feng Shui or minimalism? (laughs) Oh my God, that's the worst. (laughs) I'm so mad at this game. (laughs) This might be my favorite game ever. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Three, two, one. Yeah, minimalism. Feng Shui. much funnier for us than it is for anybody listening joey does know how to rearrange the furniture i do 
If you need help about what your room should look like, I'm your guy. Oh, so good. Goes to stay at a friend's house. Yes. For several a, days and rearranges the furniture. Actually, it was on the first day, to be fair. It was the first day. I, I walked into a friend's house and said, you know, this living room's all wrong. And to be fair, that friend said, how do you think it should go? And then we did move all of his stuff You did around. move it. Oh, we nice. all moved it. And he, he actually texted me a month later, hey, this is much better. <laughs> this actually worked. He left it. That actually, that's a dead oh. true story. Oh, my gosh. All right, this one should be easy too. We'll we'll wrap up with this one. New York and Cleveland. <laughs> Done. Three, two, one. Cleveland. New York. <laughs> if anybody that should be associated with the mistake on the lake, it's got to be Brian. It's got to be, yeah. be the Oberlin grad. Come on, I went to <laughs> two schools there. I know. That's right, Oberlin and CIM. That's yeah. exactly right. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Well, that was easy. Good job. That was yeah. easy. I think we nailed this, that game. You guys yeah. have done done really well. The next time that comes around, it might not be so easy. Okay. All right, boys. Time for a couple Making things. Notes. <laughs> we love a good self-assessment, but we also want to be sure you know what you're looking for. So to that end, we thought we'd provide some insight on how to do a technique audit for you and your students. That's right. It's time to take stock of where you are and where you want to be. Yeah. Right? This Absolutely. A, it's a cool idea, I think, that we're providing our listeners. Uh, yes. And this isn't something that you have to wait until something goes wrong to do, which is, I think, when mm -hmm. most people are thinking, well, maybe I should think about this. You should be right. thinking about it before then. If you wait until something breaks to say, hey, have I done something wrong? Well, the, the answer is yes. And you waited too long ask the question. You should be asking this question on a very regular basis. And as we're coming to the end of a year, perhaps when a school break's coming around or when the calendar's changing is a good time to kind of go, hey, reset. Let's evaluate. Let's assess. Let's take a look. Right? Yeah. And that's why I think we, you know, we agreed to put this this week because we are into that place where, okay, juries are done. We've sort of have this closure. This, this part of the orbit is complete and then we're going to be back. You know, we've got time to, to kind of step back and take a look at things. What did those exams reveal about my playing that mm -hmm. I would like to change? Yeah. What did that series of concerts reveal? Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially um, when you get a break. Yeah. And especially like, as Brian likes to say in traffic, right? Because we practice these things all the time, but now in traffic, meaning in the recital, in the jury, at the concert, you know, did everything work the way you wanted it to? That's more um, of a Belk Belkism. I should give him credit for that. Oh, in traffic? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I I'm sure I he's not the first yours. person to say it. I'm sure he's not the first person to say it. But right. Yeah, I it think may... it, I think it works. Yeah, for sure. And so, I know, Joe, you probably have categories for this, as I do, too. I mean, maybe of course. <laughs> the way to look at this is the way we look at all things, which is the different aspects of playing, like checking in on your sound articulation flexibility dexterity those things yeah. or maybe oh, you have another way you want to you want to go about it um well, I, yes i mean i do all of those things i do all those things right. on a regular basis but i also think a, a good place to start is find something that you know you play and are comfortable playing a piece of music it can be an etude it can be a solo it can be anything you want and then just put it up on the stand when you're feeling good play it all the way through and record it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just play something all the way through because oftentimes what we feel like in the moment is not always indicative of what it sounds like to other people. Yes. So if you, and I know we've talked about this before and teachers have been saying this for years and years and years, and it has never been easier to record yourself and get a good idea of a recording of yourself than it is right now. And sometimes old people like to tell you how much better, better it was in the old days. In my day, it was so blah, 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 blah. No, it's so much better now. It's, way, yes. way, way better now. Throw your phone up on your stand mm -hmm. and record yourself playing through something to just get an idea. You know, I'm not yeah. talking studio quality or anything like that. I will tell you just last week, after one of our first videos went up, uh, one of Bill's things, right? Play up to the high G in the end. Right. Mm -hmm. I uh, love this. By Mark, the way. Yeah, Mark Buscelli, good. who's a, a good friend and chair of jazz studies at Ball State University, uh, went after me a little bit on Facebook and then personally like texted me. Hey, man, 
you're not really playing a high G there. You're just playing along with the recording. So he finally texted me personally, because on Facebook, say whatever you want, I don't care. Right. So I, I did respond to him saying, of course I'm playing along with the recording. That's how videos are made. But I am actually playing a high G at that moment. And I checked with you guys. Were, were we playing? Yeah, yeah we were playing. Yeah, we, we were doing yeah, that. We yeah. Everybody was playing. See, so yeah. he says, I don't believe it by the look on your face. So <clears throat> I made it. I just threw my phone up on my stand. Exactly what we're talking about here. I threw my phone up on my stand in my office, played the lick at the end. See, but a little up to the G and pretty close to my face saying, that's what I look like. And he goes, I'm to, not to sure. Fair, that's... It doesn't look like you're playing at all when you're doing that, by the way. Right. But so I sent him a video of me doing it live, like talk to him and said, here it is. And right. then he's like, well, yeah, but is that the same mouthpiece? So I'm like, well, let's see if I can find any of the mouthpiece. And I finally, he's like, he's just poking. Yeah, right? of course. So we <laughs> yeah. exchanged, I don't know, four videos during that day, back and forth. It was so easy to just throw my phone on the stand, mm -hmm. hit record, and play. So I think that's the step one. Step one yeah. is, let's see how everything just sounds in a nice, easy, simple, accessible, comfortable piece of music that I know that I can play. Mm-hmm. That's a great a great way to start the process. And by the way, I proliferated the myth about your lead mouthpiece on Facebook. <laughs> Did you see that response? Nice. I haven't gone in on that one yet. Oh my gosh. There's some I, good stuff going on I there. Said everyone that it was a one B. Yes. <laughs> he tried a one X, but it just wasn't didn't yeah, sound just quite right. His double B flats were a little out of tune. Little, yeah. little, little ride a little high <laughs> a little, on the little, on one X. So gosh. You you people are the best. So. And then Scott posted a thing. He actually Googled what lead mouthpiece does Joey Tartell play and then posted the page. Really? <laughs> yes. yes. This is why you got to be back on social yeah, media. Brian, there's, some funny, there's some funny stuff going on. Yeah. Just yeah, come up with FOMO. an alias and get back on there and just monitor all of it. I don't have FOMO. It's fine. No yeah. FOMO. Yeah. No. All right, Joey. So and now that we have this recording, right? Yeah. Now where do we go? Now... Whatever you do, the day you actually do the recording is not the day you listen to it. <laughs> right. Because all you're going to do is reinforce what you think you feel. Yeah. So you wait until the next day. And then I after like you've this. done like a morning practice session, you know, you've got up and done your normal fundamentals practice. You're like, all right, let's watch that video. Right. And you watch that video with earbuds. So you get the best sound you can or, or on a speaker, wherever you can get your best possible sound. Yep. Then you start thinking, Okay, how am I really sounding? Because now is the time mm -hmm. to start comparing yourself to the greatest players on earth. That is what you should be doing. Yeah. Not comparing yourself to the people sitting next to, not comparing yourself to people you happen to maybe know in real life, but like, do I sound like, you know, if I'm trying to play some solo stuff, do I sound like Hokan Hardmurder? I sound like Sergey. Right. If not, <clears throat> where am I lacking? Not just because this is also the easy part. Well, I suck. I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah. Everybody wow. else is great. And I suck. Be specific, right? Say, okay, how do I suck? Yeah, specifically, <laughs> how do you suck? Where yes. are you lacking? Am I lacking? Or, you know, is my sound not as full and as clear as I would like it to be? Am, am I, is my technique sloppy? Am I not making good lines? Am I, you know, th did I not convey anything? Is it musically flat? Like, where is it that I am lacking? Mm -hmm. That is the question to ask yourself. And that is the list to make of where you start practicing. Right. And that's so that's column two, right? And that's yep. that's the next thing is making that list of these specific items. Then the next column over is what are the things that you know you can do to make that better? Whether yeah. it's exercises or specific etudes or concepts even, mm -hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. To try to build that out so that you can, you know, it's this multiple step process here, but you're trying to identify what the issue is and you're trying to find a way to go about about fixing it. Yeah, right. you got to solve that and be creative about solving it. And you have to be willing to try different ways, just like you do with your students, mm -hmm. right? You're trying to get your students to do X, Y, and Z, but they don't respond to the same words presented the same way or the same exercises. You've got to have multiple ways to do that. You have to do that for yourself. Right. I mean, you know, I, I know this is all, also a time when students are looking to make recordings for summer festivals and things like that, NTC and ITG. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are sometimes these pieces we've, uh, we've talked about, uh, Honiger and Trotta before. Yeah. So there yeah. have been, there have been at least a couple of times since I've been teaching where a student will come to me in December saying, I need to learn how to play Honiger and Trotta for this recording. I have to make this month. I'm like, all right, well, show me where you are. And they can't triple tongue, for example. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, right. okay, 
this isn't a musical issue that we're going to be able to solve by just kind of working out the music of this. That's a technical issue. You have to now go get better at triple tonguing to be mm-hmm. able to come in and shackle this music. Yeah. The same way if like, well, I can't play a high C on C trumpet. Okay, that means in some ways at this moment in time, you can't play this piece. Yeah. So if you're right. listening through and thinking, well, there there are things I can't do technically, then, you know, musical practice can help. But in conjunction with technical practice, you could really need to start tackling these these issues and be right. open and honest about them. Don't try and hide them. Face them head on. Yes, absolutely. I think a lot of times it's easy to go, well, you know, but, well, you know, but, well, you know, Is but. Is there a way around no. it? No, there isn't a way around it. You have to face it. You have yeah. to own it, and you have to get serious about solving it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, yeah, and, and there's no better time than coming into a break like this to devote specific energy to a specific issue that you've oh. identified. And I know range is one that often comes up a lot, especially when people come and talk to me. But the number of times that we've talked about this before, we hear the height and first <laughs> movement of the Haydn trumpet concerto, and mm-hmm. by the bottom of the first page, I'm thinking, why do they choose this piece? There is no way the student's playing a high E flat on B flat trumpet or high B flat on E flat trumpet. It's not going to happen. Is they don't have that together on the horn. So this is a bad choice of piece. That's a technical issue to help solve a musical problem. They're related. Well, you, also, you also ask the question, well, what do you do in each day to work on your high range? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, and, I just suppose that by practicing, it's just going to get better. It's just going to magically get better. Yeah. Right. No, you have to be addressing those notes specifically in your yeah. practice. But, you know, to be fair, sometimes it's hard for students to work on that while they're getting beat up in ensembles and extra rehearsals totally. and ready. Yeah. For, so, so the break is a great time to step yeah. away and, de- and do that on a fresh face. But identify what those things are. You yeah. know, identify what you need to, I mean, to oversimplify, I know, shocking. That's what I do. Yeah, uh, right. You want to identify what you believe are your weaknesses, make a list mm-hmm. of them, and start at the top, and then make a plan of here's how I'm going to address my weaknesses. It's also a good, uh, it's a good process to go through, too, to, um, and, you know, talk with your teacher about this if, if you are the student yourself, but there's so many etude books that we don't get to, right? Yeah, Like, right. there's yeah. this luck of the draw that like we've been doing this so long that we know about all these other etude books but it's maybe a time to look at something that's completely different you know that you've never used before to try to solve the problem oh absolutely it's a great time to add new things in you know always looking for there's always more music right i i I talk about this one and practicing sight reading there will always be more music you don't know than you do (laughs) so the idea of like oh it's playing the same stuff all the time go get new stuff yeah, yeah, get new stuff. It's There's out so there. much stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what if you're looking for some like I don't know contemplative studies? Where would we look for that, Bill? You got any? For ideas? example, you know, <laughs> you might go to my website and something that makes you think. Check that now, out. Something no, that listen, makes you I don't think. Wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to pay for any kind of like shipping. No, shipping's free. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then yeah. people should probably order yeah. that kind of stuff. www.williamstoman.com. Yeah, and but, uh, shipping's free. Look at that. Yeah. but there are there are great books out there and different kinds of things. Uh, I know oftentimes I, I just had a grad student this year when we were working on something and I think of the top tones book for a lot of different things, but mm. one of them is for breathing because mm. there's just no good place to breathe in there. It's a great place to kind of really learn how to plot out musical choices. Yep. And said, have you ever worked in this book? And the student said, I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's so and that's, good. that's totally reasonable depending yep. on where you grew up and who your teacher are. I mean, there, there are tons and tons right. of books out there I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Here it is. Go buy this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or this like, is really great. How many students know about irons, flexibility? Mm. Oh, that's a good point. That one you seems know, to have fallen out a little or bit. Or the Smith lift flexibilities. Or, yeah. or, or you know, the, uh, um, we've talked about this a little bit, St. Jacomes, which right. for a long time was sort of on par <clears throat> with the Arbin's book, where Arbin yeah. seems to have passed them up. There's so Absolutely. much great stuff in that book. Yeah. I think it's because of what Arbin wrote in the beginning. I think that's why, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing that put that over the edge. St. Jacome, not a great writer. Yeah. I actually think it's because of the organization of the book. The, the, the Arvin's book is, is well organized. Of, yeah. The, the, the St. Jacome's book kind of is all over the, all place. Over the map. Sure. You really got to know what you're looking for. Speaking of organized and figuring out how to practice these various things, do you guys remember the Gordon Matthey Trumpet Teacher's Guide? Sure. Yes. Do you know this book? Yeah. 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 That was the thing where you could go through and go, I'm having trouble, uh, let's see, double-tonguing. Here are all the books and yep. all the pages on those books. Right. 
where you could find specific exercises. Yeah, Crazy. It's a terrific book. Yeah. yeah. Really great resource. And we're not saying like if you're going to address these issues each day, you need to be spending two hours on this one issue. No. Like a little bit goes a long way. And if you're consistent that over the, a month or two, huge change. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just, but it's an opportunity to really be honest with yourself and notice what's lacking. You know, yes. let, let's let something drive you crazy enough to go. I'm so tired of things not speaking above the staff or below the staff or whatever it is. I'm like, you know, know to be aware of that and, and dig in and fix it. Right. Yeah. And if you're, if you're listening and going, huh, every, and get really picky, you know, cause I had this discussion just yesterday with a student working on some excerpts. I said, all of your downward intervals are sagging. Mm-hmm. Every time you go down, you're actually just letting go. You're not really blowing through a line there. Right. You're just letting go. of like, ding, com, ding, com, ding, com. you know, especially if you're trying to play <laughs> something like Petrushka, the way up, da, 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 sounds great. Easy. And then, but then down, but the sounds like you're falling yeah. down a flight of stairs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so even that kind of thing is like, oh, I can practice slurring downward intervals. Yeah. Like sure. even something, you can be that specific of saying, huh, well, I noticed this in this excerpt and it's driving me nuts. Let's take that out and build something out just from that. Exactly. Like uh, etude number eight in 26 Contemplative Studies. Downward oh. slurs. Oh, just as an example, I'm not saying you have to play that. I'm just saying, as an example, number eight, titled "Generosity," you're welcome. Uh, wow, that covers was, that particular that issue. Locked. That was yeah, locked I, know that. Loaded I don't right know why there. it just came from. I'm, just, I'm not even. Impressive. I'm not even caffeinated this morning. He knows his book. I do. He's happy with how he wrote it. No, it. I wrote it. You know. Um, but it, it doesn't have to be like something big, giant, huge of like, oh, I'm terrible at. It can just be like, I'm noticing, huh? Well, sure. When well, I play this, it can be little things too. It's fun to point that stuff out. Like, how many times have you said to a student, did you miss that high or low? Oh, I ask that all of the time. Um, no I idea. missed it. No, no, no. Because now, that next level, right? If you yep, missed yeah. it high, it, indicates these things if you missed it low it indicates these things that's the stuff to know i, I had a high school student coming in he was here with his father last week just visiting i'm like oh we're gonna play a little bit yeah so we're we're doing some half step things to kind of help smooth things over because i'm listening it's mm-hmm. a little rough i said look half steps they're just really simple we're just going to connect and it was like e to f right on top you know fourth line fourth space e to a top line f duh just boom and he went duh, yeah. mm. and i said all right so that f didn't really center from which direction he says well what do you mean and i said well you missed it but you missed a half step from above what does that tell you <laughs> that tells you that right. you're doing way more than you need to do to play a half step he's like yeah oh so what oh uh so like five minutes later he played and we just kept, kept going and he turned to his father and went wow i didn't know i could do that <laughs> right like, there we go he goes hey this guy's good right? <laughs> but if you know noticing how you're making mistakes not if you're going to make mistakes right, right. and like we've covered the, this all those tendencies right it's like you're yeah. saying are you missing anything going uphill probably not yeah. you know like or just to at least to point it out you haven't missed it in ascending interval you haven't missed any of those but you're yep. missing a lot going down and those are the things that sometimes students don't notice they, they just don't Right. don't catch that. No, uh, you. It, it's too easy to say, yeah, I just screwed that up. How yeah. you screwed it up, because again, you're going to make mistakes. You're a trumpet player. Yeah. We're just going how. to make mistakes. It's how you make the mistake is the important part. That's what you learn from. Wow. Every time I play this, I seem to miss it the same way. Oh, mm-hmm. that might be something I wish to address. Uh, another uh, one recently for me was, you know, it in about three seconds in, you are at the best part of your sound. You know what I mean? Like, right. What can you sound like that at the front of the note? You know, yeah, that, that's something to notice too. Cause ultimately as you're playing it, you can get, you can get wound up, get yourself wound up to the point where it sounds great. But do you sound that way? Like from front to back oh, on a phrase just yesterday, working with a student, let's say as an example, his uh-huh. name's Ian, Ian, for example, that's Ian. a great like a short, easy name. Yep. He's playing, um, remember. uh, American in Paris. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the first, da, dee, da, da, dee, da, da, da. then the next entrance, bar three on that same written G on top of the staff, mm-hmm. gorgeous, <laughs> beautiful. Boom. <laughs> so we finished this and I said, this right here, that was really just lovely. I'd like that 
here as well (laughs) you know but it's exactly what you're talking about you're like playing your way into your sound yes you know know what i i've taken to doing i draw a fermata over the first note of the phrase right and we just we're just going to stand there for a second and we're just going to play until that note is just ringing and And then go and then i'm like all right get that thing ringing and then when i point at you you're going to play the phrase right and then i just shorten the amount of time i wait and then eventually it's there and then there's the realization like oh like the opening of that's never sounded that clean. Right. You know, but being, being aware of that is great because the, the, the best players, when they turn it on, it sounds gorgeous. Right. You hear that right. first attack the, and just go, oh, the immediacy cool. of immediacy a, a of tone sound is, and, is yep. so important. Sure. Um, believe it or not, I would like to, to work our way into articulation because well, who, who, wait. What? Who is I hold know. On a second. It's hold on. Take me. Hold on. I, know. I think something just broke up. You hear a clip, Brian? You hear a pop or something right there? A little buzzing. Did you hear something? <laughs> yeah. I think the. I think uh, Bill's Wi-Fi's out. Yeah. Something, something happened. Something's happening weird in Pennsylvania today. Someone took over his microphone. Yeah. But I do want to talk about it in terms of you'll love this that it's not overdone. Like, listen for that. We don't want to hear your tongue. We want to hear the tone. Yes. Like so, as you're listening to your recording. Don't let your articulation make things vertical. Don't let it be so heavy. We're aware of the sound of your tongue slapping their teeth. Like no, no, we want, we want to hear the beginning of that note clearly, but that doesn't mean we want to hear the at the beginning of it. Black. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 We don't want all that. Yeah. Um. But also to address the different articulation techniques, right? If you're not practicing, like the thing, you know, single, double, triple, every yeah. day. It's going to find you. You can't expect that to work. It will definitely find you. It will find you. What is going to happen is you're going to show up somewhere and there is going to be something, you know? Yeah. Oh, for example, the thing I did last Friday night, uh, Sean's uh, thing with Mike Rodriguez sitting next to me, there was some stuff that almost looks minimalist, but it's kind of a a groove based stuff, but Mm -hmm. he's sitting right about here and there's all these 16th note lines, right? So I'm like, huh, I looked at that one. Oh, I'm totally double doing that. Of course. Right? So, yeah. Wait, oh. according to Mike Sachs, you can't start with a K tongue. Oh, well, that's not. Oh, it's, no, that's, I, I think I've told this story before, but that's one of the first arguments I ever that Vince DiMartino ever let me win when talking about the Hummel. And I said, no, just start. He called me on the phone, played over the, hey, I think you're onto something. Ding, dong, gong. And that works pretty well. Yeah, it works really well. So yeah. you Same can have to me in the studio. You can CIM. absolutely start on the K tongue. Yes. I think I remember Vince telling me that story, not the story, but telling me about that as if he had invented it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We we all do this. I try to footnote people all the time, but I think I remember him saying to me, "Hey, Hummel, hey, you know, you know, you start, you know about that, right? You know, you start you start on the K." I, I never. The first time I told him that, he awesome. said, "No, <laughs> he <laughs> said it can't be done." <laughs> And after that, no. was just <laughs> flat out, no. Yep. Uh, yeah. And not just, we, not just multiple tongue on one note, like moving around. Yes. And not just doing it slowly and cleanly, moving at speed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my friend Brian Chen, I might have told this story before, was playing for Alan Vizzuti, and he was playing out of Vizzuti's book for him. And he played this double tongue thing. And Vizzuti said, wow, that is way cleaner than I can play it and totally useless because <laughs> <Right>. nobody <laughs> will ever play it that slowly. <laughs> right. Brian was like, ah, oh, dang. Yeah. I will say I was in here practicing Clark one cornet, triple tongue, and it was getting pretty fast. Yeah. And right at the end of it, there was a knock on my door. So, I mean, somebody was waiting and I opened right. the door and it's my colleague and friend, John Rommel. And right. he says, hey, I'll let you finish there. You triple tonguing that? And I said, yeah, it's pretty fast. And I said, well, yeah, I'm kind of pushing. I'm pushing that tempo, trying to get, and he goes, yeah, I, I can't do that. Fast. And for those of you who don't know John, John might be slightly underconfident, but John is a world-class trumpet player. Yeah. Like, he, he's amazing and he plays great. Player. Right. So I looked at him, I said, that's crazy. Of course you could. No, 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 my tongue's not good that fast. And I said, well, that's why I practice it. And I put the metronome to like, be able to right. like Keep and pushing. it was very just it was very funny because he was like he was no nope, nope, yeah. can't be done and uh he was okay with that and all i could think is 
that's not true. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like I've heard you play. I know that's not true, but absolutely you got to push that envelope. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and with various styles too, because yeah. just because it's multiple tongue doesn't mean that you're, you know, that it's machine gun time. Right. <laughs> you have to be able to do legato multiple tongue. Yeah. And staccato multiple tongue. To be fair. Right. Yeah. You want to be able to make a line go right. and have people like, Oh, that was really nice, but it didn't sound like all the way through. My Absolutely. favorite, my favorite question in the world: Are you double tonguing that? <laughs> is it Look, faster than if, eighty? The answer is. I've yes. been double tonguing since one hundred eight, so I'm not to, sure. If you have to ask, like, if you have to ask, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've been double tonguing since nineteen eighty two. Right? <laughs> Did they have Everything. double tonguing back then? They did. It was pretty new. People weren't sure what to do with it, but I, you know, I got on the bandwagon. They're getting ran. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Okay, cool. Can we talk about flexibility for a minute? And I'm sorry to make this into a list, but I think this is one of those things that, you know, unless you're really doing an honest self-assessment, you kind of get by because it works a few times. Right. But the, the big thing is, are those what I call internal slurs, those tiny little two notes, same valve slurs that creep in in places like the opening of the Hindemith, right? And Hindemith. places like Hindemith. Brian looks confused. Right. And places like that where the entire elegance of the line depends on your ability to move very cleanly between those two eighth notes. That's a thing just, to go looking not for. Not just overblow it to get to the upper note. Right. right. And not all of that is practice harder. Yes. All of, it, all of it's practicable. You just want to pull those things out. That's what we're saying. Big things, little things. You, if you notice that, wow, at that part of this solo, I keep doing this. Turn that right. into an exercise. Broaden that out. Yeah. As part of this audit, be honest about that. Can you, can you really do those things? What's right. my holdup in that section? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, the honesty part can't be uh, overstressed here. This isn't about getting into a room and just saying, yeah, I'm terrible. This is getting into a room Mm -hmm. and saying, I want to get better at this thing and this thing and this thing, and then making a plan to do that. So it can be as what what Bill's talking about, this kind of flexibility. Oh, yeah, I know I do my lip slurs and, you know, I do my stuff like that. Okay, Okay, sure. Great. How is that working when you play music? Right. And if you um, notice in music, I have this and I do this and I do this. That's why I started with play a piece of music. We were doing a, a masterclass somewhere. I forget where it was. And a student was playing the Tomasi. Mm-hmm. And Scott. Of all people. <laughs> know, that's funny. Of all people. <laughs> except, except for for an entire year at North Texas, <laughs> Scott's office was close to mine. And I heard him hammering the front yes. of the Tomasi every day. Right and into he place. Play it. He yeah. hammered it right and into I was place. Like, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I would leave for class and come back, and he was still like doing the same thing. Yeah. Over and over. All that to say, he used this terminology. He was helping this student, and he said, Oh, that's the creeper note. In other words, yep. this, there's yep. this whole line, which is fine, but that's the pivotal moment in that line. And it could be any note in any line for any person, it could be different. But identifying exactly what is the issue. With that, if you take that one note out, it's an arpeggio. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if you put that note back in, now all of a sudden it's difficult. The creeper note concept of, you know, really identifying it is. Yeah, that's cool. That, that's where you get screwed up. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So flexibility too isn't just the Lipsler thing, but it is the ability to move smoothly. Yep. Through any any smooth motion in any direction. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. and so doing the mix of things where you have to do, it's a lip slur for two sixteenths and then you articulate for two and then maybe you tongue one and slur two and tongue one. And then the Clark characteristic study book has that passage in the beginning of it oh, that are yeah. that, oh, that is so good. Mm-hmm. It's the same passage and he keeps flipping the articulation on it. Brilliant yes. study. Absolutely. Brilliant and not just study. small intervals. Frustrating. Make sure you're doing large intervals as yes. well. Frustrating is right. Frustrating. Um, yeah. Dexterity, fingers. Let's be honest yeah. about that, right? Like, yes. do you have real fluency in all keys? Can you right. can you speak fluent A flat? <laughs> are right. you fluent? Are you fluent in D major? You know, are you fluent Whatever. in F sharp? Uh, yeah, because that again, that's one of those things where you you might think, yeah, how often is that really going to come up? And you might be right, but when it does come up, 
that's when it's you're going to go, late. oh, no. crap. I really <laughs> should have been practicing. Should have done that. And this is where, again, I like transposing, right? So if you take really nice, easy, you know, Getchel, Conconis, anything like that, and just put them in bad keys. Yeah. You know, I met and, a... and, and just, so you're still playing musically and gorgeous and sure. taking care of business. Yeah, but but in other keys. And some etude books actually offer uh, etudes in really challenging keys just as part of the landscape. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the yeah. composer was thoughtful about that. Mm-hmm. You know, but like yeah, let's, say there were, just... let's say there were 26 studies in the book. You know, there's probably, I don't know, <laughs> five or six in there that are, you know, 26. Nasty. Man, that's almost like one for every letter of the alphabet. It's a great, yeah, it's a yeah. great. Yeah. Great number of etudes. That's one that. for every other week. If you so, did two weeks right. in etude, you're in for a year right there. There you go. Yeah. And then start transposing. There you Finish go. That. You're great. Jason so, sent um, me a note. He says, he, Jason Solomon sent me a note. He said, I've cracked the code on finger dexterity. Nope. So He's a he's trombone, a trombone player. player. Which makes it even more remarkable. That's, here's the thing. Really he's probably, he probably has. He probably he has. Doing. He's he probably got it did. narrowed down to these patterns are the most difficult for most people, and here's a way you can work on them. It's really fascinating. Right. Speed. If you really want to know, just as a Christmas gift to you, how how uh, how bad your second and third fingers are, <laughs> all you got to do, slide them all over. Slide over one so that you're your middle finger is on the first valve, your ring finger is on the second valve, and your pinky is on the third valve. And just play anything you like. Clark, too. No <laughs> You're offense, welcome. Brian. No, just yeah. play Clark. Play, play anything you like. Knock yourself out. Yeah, just in go for a. it. Enjoy. Well, Enjoy. In A. I uh, met a prospective student yesterday, tuba player, actually, from out of the state. And he I'd met the student before, and he came back to visit and get a lesson with our guy. And, and uh, he said, uh, yeah, so I... Uh, he goes, oh, I, di- I didn't make Allstate. He goes, I'm an alternate. And I'm like, hey, it's a, you know, like, it's a, it's a big area. You know, it's, it's, I'm sure a ton of students. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, I think about it. I was probably three hours away of three hours of practice away from making it. That's on, <laughs> that's on me. I thought, how self-aware. That is nice. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. had figured out, it, I, I know where I stumbled. And if I had devoted a couple more hours to that thing, it would have been cool. Yeah. That's that's amazing self awareness on his part. Um, I know we talked about the range thing earlier. You know, this might be a really good time for you to be honest with yourself about what you can and can't do, and because and because you're at a time when you don't have as many demands, it's a good opportunity to work on it. Totally. Yeah. But I think along with that, yeah. the dangerous thing about a break is that your endurance could slide. Totally. <laughs> and being honest about how long you can play and building that is an important part of this audit because right you. Yeah, you know, we all have to sound good after two hours as we did the first 10 minutes. I mean, we're supposed to, we're supposed yeah. to, right? <laughs> that doesn't seem like it's a possible thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I think this has been a great list. If nothing Tell else, us. we've told people, look, you got to go be honest with yourself, right? Yeah. It, it's time to do an audit. All right, yeah, boys. Send us, send us a video. We'll be honest. We'll be happy you. to be honest with we'll you. We'll be happy to send you an audit. <laughs> no problem. All right, boys, time for no offense. Hey, look, you check your oil, you check your bank balance, you check to see if you have enough food in the fridge. Don't you think it's time you did a little technique on it to see where you stand? Do it for yourself. Do it for your students. Stop ignoring problems. It's time to do an audit. Yeah, get on it. There's, you could do this set times a year, at least twice a year. You know, if you think on a school year, at the end of every semester, you can just play something and go, all right, how am I doing? Yeah, and the then, test and, piece. And, and then you can also do this a year to year with the same sort of stuff and notice you'll be able to actually mm. quantify your own improvement, which is often nice. I know with my students, they're like, yeah, but I still suck. I'm like, you know, you couldn't do that last year. I mean, I guess that's true. You know, so to be able to notice, notice your growth as well is important. Yep, for sure. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Hey, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and take a look under the hood, will you? So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.